Hi, my name is Robert McMahon. I'm the Connection Director here at Covenant Church, and I'm thrilled that you're listening. If you're checking us out for the first time, welcome. We're so glad that you're here, and I'd like to take this chance to invite you to let us know that you're tuning in today. We'd love nothing more than to help you start building meaningful relationships and to join you on the journey of faith. Just go to bgcovenant.org connect and let us know how we can be in touch. With that said, let's dive in and listen together to this week's message. Do you remember the perfect storm? Strangely, 29 years ago to the day... A storm raged off the east coast of the United States, a nor'easter. And this nor'easter off the east coast of the United States absorbed, yes, absorbed, Hurricane Grace. And the result was a storm unlike any the area had ever seen. Hundred-foot waves were reported off the coast of Nova Scotia, buoys out in the ocean scientifically verified 100-foot waves, 10-story walls of water crashing down into the sea. You remember the film, the George Clooney movie that chronicled the fishing boat, the Andrea Gale, that was out in the storm. And its fateful scene, the one on the movie poster as the boat attempted to crest one of these waves. It lost its battle with nature. Nobody liked the movie because the movie ended the way that real life ended, which is in the perfect storm, no one survives. In the perfect storm, the boat sinks, the people die, and we go, what was the point of watching that? Some have called 2020 the perfect storm. We're facing 100-foot waves of political divisiveness, profound racial unrest, fake news, Russian bots, and that little thing called the ongoing global pandemic. So why not have an election too, right? Tuesday, our fractured nation with its frayed nerves and hair trigger sensitivities will go vote. And many, too many, carry a genuine fear that if their candidate loses on Tuesday, that they will wake up to a world on Wednesday that is in ruins. 2020 has become the perfect storm for our personal anxiety. Over 30% of Americans this year have experienced clinical levels of anxiety, depression, or both. One in three, look to your left and look to your right, one of you is dealing with this. 13% of Americans have started or increased their substance abuse this year. That is one in eight. And then one in nine, about a dozen people in this room in particular, one in nine have seriously considered suicide. The perfect storm of personal anxiety. And so this week, we head into a Tuesday that has been built up as a pivot point of civilization. I've seen it written in multiple places that this is the hinge point of our history. This is the pivot point of civilization, and I have very good news for you this week. It's not. It's just not. On a hillside outside Jerusalem 2,000 years ago, an innocent man was made to carry a criminal's cross. There he was nailed to it. Railroad ties placed 
into his wrists and his ankles to bind him to the old rugged cross. This man, this innocent man, claimed he was the son of God. He claimed he was God's own son. He claimed he was the sacrifice to end all sacrifices. He claimed that his death was the death of sin and the death of death itself. He claimed these things. He claimed to be the Messiah. But to his followers, to those who believed him, who followed him, who walked with him, it didn't seem like the Son of God should die. It didn't seem like the Messiah should be hanging on a criminal's cross. It didn't seem like these things computed. And so his followers, they scattered. As he breathed his last on that criminal's cross, as this one who claimed these wild claims breathed his last, his followers scattered. They wondered in those moments if he was really who he said he was. Some of his friends came back and they took his body off of that cross, prepared him with spices and wrapped him in burial cloths. They placed him into a borrowed tomb, a cave carved out of an outcropping of stone. They took this would-be Messiah and laid him to rest and closed it up. The darkness that fell upon the tomb was the same that fell upon the earth. The darkness so deep that the earth was shrouded. Where did their hope go? The politicians and the religious, they went about their days. They had done their job. The politicians and the religious had crucified this would-be Messiah, this troublemaker, this rabble-rouser. They had crucified this potential threat to their power. They didn't know the story being told. Because on the third day, the earth shook. The earth shook as if creation itself was groaning under the weight of what was about to happen. The earth shook and the earth split as if new life was trying to emerge. The earth split to make way for new creation. As old became new. As dark became light. And his death became life. That borrowed tomb was borrowed no more. The temporary occupant was gone. All that was left in the borrowed tomb was the garments, the burial cloths. And that innocent man who had made those wild claims did one of the most wild things history has ever recorded is that he walked up to his friends and his followers. Those who had seen him in the cross, those who had watched him breathe his last, those who had watched him heal and feed and teach and love, those who had walked with him the longest, who were most afraid that he wasn't actually who he says he was, they walked, he walked right up to them. Those who had put him in the cave and rolled the stone in front of it, he walked right up to them. And it was undeniable. It was indescribable. He let them touch his wounds to say, it's me, it's really me. This Jesus just walked up to them. And amazed, they realized it was all true. That the thing they had put their faith in, the thing they had given their lives to, the person that they believed to be the Messiah, they realized in that moment, in that pivot point of history, that it was all true. That friends, it's all true. That Jesus was the Messiah, that he really rose from the grave, that in him life was restored. True life. Real life. Whole life. Life beyond the squabbles of today, life that exceeds our greatest expectations to any who might believe. And it's important for us to remember this week, 
Vote your conscience. Do your civic duty. But remember that the victory that Jesus won over sin and death is not up for re-election. There is no referendum on resurrection, and the victory won that day cannot be lost this week. The pivot point of history was the open tomb and the risen Savior, and if you and I live in that victory that he secured that day, and so we can throw off the shackles of a society that wants us to believe that hope rests in a ballot box. And we re-enter the reality of the true pivot point of history. We re-enter the reality that nothing less than Jesus transforms hearts and lives. Nothing less than the cross and the resurrection defines our days. And so in the perfect storm of 2020, in the perfect confluence of division and unrest and anxiety and fear, you and I can look ourselves in the mirror, we can look at our neighbors, our friends, our family, our relatives, and we can say, we do not rest on the power of a president. We do not rest on the power of a pandemic. We are not here for white power or black power. We live by resurrection power and nothing less. The only thing that overwhelms the perfect storm is the perfect power of the living God, the empty grave power, the eternal life power, the perfect power of God's own son. He is unassailable, he is unchangeable, and he is unshakable. It is the same power that Jesus showed his friends during their own perfect storm. See, the Andrea Gale wasn't the first boat to be swallowed up by a perfect storm. Anxious and afraid on the Sea of Galilee, Jesus was asleep under decks while his followers were out on the boat. And the thunder clapped and the lightning crackled and the waves began to wash over their small vessel. These friends frantically shook their rabbi awake. They awakened this Jesus. And they said, don't you care if we drown Awake now, scripture says. He told the wind to pipe down. And he said to the sea, quiet. Settle down. And the wind ran out of breath. And the sea became smooth as glass. Peace, be still, is what he said. As the voices shout and the anger swells and the fear and anxiety does its best to capsize you in the days or the weeks to come. As you find yourself on the verge of drowning under the crashing waves in a sea of division, you are invited to use those words yourself. Peace, be still. You are invited to invite the one who can still the waves. You are invited to invite the one who can calm the wind. You are invited to invite Jesus to settle the storm of our days. Invite his perfect power to overwhelm the chaos around you. Invite the presence of the King of Kings to remind you that no election changes your reality. Let the healing presence of the great physician remind you that no pandemic threatens your eternity. Let the resurrected Jesus remind you that he has already won, that victory is secure, that the wind and the waves and the world have no hold on you because he lives. Because the pivot point of history was that he lives, that he was no longer in the tomb, that the grave was open, that he reappeared, that hundreds of eyewitness testifiers would speak to this, would affirm this. He lives. And because he lives, you face tomorrow. Because he lives, you can wake up Wednesday and Thursday and 2021. And you can choose to walk away from fear and anxiety and walk into your calling to bring light and truth and hope 
and joy and beautiful saving grace, saving grace, how sweet the sound, you get to bring that into a world desperate for it. And we get to do it on earth just as it is in heaven because he lives. And so may we live him out. May we live out his perfect power for all to see. God sent his son They call him Jesus He came to love Heal and forgive He lives and dies to buy my pardon on empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives because he
community this week. That as you walk through the week that is to come, as you walk through the months that are to come, as you walk through this season that seems to be never ending, that the old hymn might ring through your soul. And when things feel overwhelming, remember he lives. And when things feel like they've gone the wrong direction, remember he lives. When the world seems to tell you that you have reason to be anxious and fearful, you can face tomorrow. So as we close today, I want to make a couple different offers. One is I will be up here, Nick will be up here, a few of us will be up here, and we would love to pray with you if you need prayer. If you're in that pinch of anxiety, if you're in that place where you need someone to walk through this with you. We'd love to pray with you today. We'll be kind of up here. You can make your way up. Maybe you're in a place where you had never once recognized that Jesus is who he says he is, that this is the first time that you've believed that. We would love nothing more than to pray about that with you, to talk with you about that, to walk you through what it means to tie your life to the one who calms the storm. We'd love that. For the people online, you can click the pray button and someone will be there waiting for you all the same, works all the same way. More than anything else, uh, we want you to know that this week, while important, no doubt, this week is not the pivot point of history that that has already happened and that's what we celebrate, that's how we identify ourselves, it's who we are. We are followers of a resurrected Jesus and if we walk in that resurrection, if we walk in his life, we can face whatever the world might bring. Amen? Thank you for being here today. Make today an incredible week. Live out the resurrection this week, and we'll see you back next Sunday. You're dismissed.
Hi again. Just a reminder to let us know that you're listening by heading over to bgcovenant.org connect. If you're ready to be known, we'd love to know you. And we hope you'll join us soon for our live Sunday service at 9.30, 11 a.m. or 11 a.m. online. Thanks for listening.